0: Today? It is Wednesday, my new... This is gonna be Hello, friends. It is the eve of Thanksgiving, and we are back today for my Wednesday Devo podcast thingy. You know what it is. A uh, couple of things I want to address before we get into that Devo for today. Um, this here, which is uh, a shoulder brace that I have on there. I've talked to you in previous podcasts about my shoulder injury that's been going on for, you know, an eternity, it seems like. Uh, been to the doctor numerous times. Just want an MRI. Can you give me an MRI? Just give me an MRI. That's all I'm asking for. But apparently, that's the hardest ticket in town to get, is an MRI. No one wants to give me an MRI. Probably because they'll have to face the fact that, uh, we got a shredded, you know, rotator cuff, and they'll actually have to do something about it. But, whatever. It was just at the doctor again a week and a half ago, and they said all right, we're going to get you the MRI. After months and months and months and months of prying, they're finally like, all right. And they're like, they're going to be calling you this week. It's been a week. They haven't called. I'm not holding my breath. Anyway, this shoulder brace should just kind of keep my arm from feeling like it's going to fall out of the socket. So it really does help me in my day-to-day adventures that I get into. Um, So that's good. I just look like I have a weird contraption. On now so oh well, moving on. here's a little fun nugget to share with you. Monday I was in detention at Berkeley High School. I had to take Lola there for some testing. Um, th- that's the reason why I was there and the appointment was supposed to be from nine to eleven. We got a little late because they decided to schedule the appointment right as school started. So I was in, you know, a lineup of cars. So we didn't actually get there until like 930 in there, ready to go. I hate being late, but what could you do? But we go into this room, cinder black painted room. Uh, It's white, no windows. Um, I've spent, I spent a lot of time in rooms like that when I was in high school Uh, But this room had a woman in it with like a receptionist in there at her desk. Um, She was doing work. Lola was in a separate room doing her stuff with the door closed. So it's just me and this woman, white, cinder block, plain, depressing, boring room. Now, I know that I have at least two hours in here. So what do I do? pull out my phone. You know, to to play some games, uh, send some texts, peruse the internet, maybe partake a little bit in social media. Until I saw, I had no service. Not a single bar. It actually said SOS with with no bars, which was weird. I've never seen that. Uh, So, I was like, okay, guess I won't be doing any of these fun things for the next couple hours. So instead, I spent the next big chunk of time deleting photos from my camera roll, you know, stuff I didn't want to have anymore. Going through my apps, seeing the ones I didn't use, I'd delete those off. Going through my notes that I had put in there, getting rid of stuff I didn't need there, updating, all that. Making a to-do list of things coming up, which pretty much took almost all of the first 15 minutes. But... For the next hour and 45 minutes, let me tell you, I was able to unplug from my phone, which I haven't done in a long time, and it was amazing. I'm kidding, it was a nightmare. It, I was so bored. I was literally in detention. And I had flashbacks of my old high school experiences because I had the same resources. Um, back then as I had right now, I had no fun, no phone, uh, just looking at the painted cinder block walls and the drop ceiling. You know, that, that was it. I'm bored. Oh, and get this. At one point I was sitting there on the couch thinking, what, what can I do? And I'm like, you know what? Wi-Fi. What if there's like an unsecured Wi-Fi that I just got to find? And I was thinking the kids around here have to figure out a way to get on the internet, even though they're not supposed to. So I was like, let me me see what networks come up here. So I go into the network, and uh, I saw a network called BCSD Guest. And the BCSD stands for Berkeley County School District. That's where I am. That's for me. This is going to, good goodbye, boredom, hello, Wi-Fi. That's what I was thinking. So I politely asked the receptionist, hey, do you happen to have the Wi-Fi password for here? And she said, yeah, I don't know what that is. And, and there was a long period of silence where I'm just looking over at her, and I'm like, huh. So I then, again, politely say, is there any way you can find out what it is? And she was like, no, I, I don't know how to find that out. That that was the end of the conversation. We're done. And I'm like, okay. Guess I'll just continue living my life in detention here. So, yeah. Good times. Good times Monday. But let's get to what you all have been clamoring for. The devotional of the day. What could we possibly be talking about today? The day before Thanksgiving. Could it be being thankful? Maybe. Could it be... A message about giving thanks. No, we're not going to do anything like that. Just kidding. We are, but with a slight twist. I like to keep you on the edge of your seat. You never know what's going to happen. So, I don't know what your tradition is at Thanksgiving, but many families go around the table and they take turns saying what they're thankful for. Normally... Uh, you thank, you know, thank you, God, for I'm thankful for my family, I'm thankful for our health, for the kids getting good grades, you, you know, that, that sort of stuff that you're going to be giving thanks for. Now, if you're a Christian family, you thank God for all those things, and then if you're one of those weirdos that thanks the universe, then you could be one of those, too, that do that at Thanksgiving and whatever. You're the same people that say, sending good vibes. Weird. Anyways, but what if you're at Thanksgiving dinner with your family or somebody else, a family or friends or something like that, and and you're partaking in this this tradition where you're going around saying what you're thankful for, and somebody gets up there and says, I'm thankful for that drug addiction issue I had for the last X amount of years, or thank you for the loss of my job where I was barely able to keep my house and car from getting taken away, or thank you for that sickness that I had that almost took my life. That would be weird, wouldn't it? Well, maybe. Maybe not. So let's read what James 1, verses 1 through 4 says. It says, Consider it great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know the testing of your faith produces endurance, and, endurance, and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. All right, so in those couple of verses, it says we should consider it great joy when we experience trials. Usually, we are, you know, going through some stuff in these trials. I know a few people right now going through some massive trials in life, and I'm pretty sure they're not filled with joy. Quite the opposite. They're filled with sadness, worry, frustration, anger, lots of other things that are not joy I know the trials that I've gone through were very hard and are still hard that we're still going through but did I get something out of these trials yes Uh, it's not something you see in the moment or really want to see happening but these trials are we are learning from our mistakes we are growing in our faith hopefully we are gaining experience and different things, things we probably wish we had stayed inexperienced in. But as scripture says, the testing of your faith produces endurance. Even though compared to eternity, life here on earth is very fast, a snap of the fingers, uh, but when we're living on earth, life is long for, for the most part. Of course, there are some people who um, have their lives cut short. But for the most part, we can normally expect to live 70, 80 years. Something like that. So in those 70 or 80 years, it would seem that we would definitely need endurance. We need to become battle-tested. We need to be able to pick ourselves, off, pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and get back at it in whatever we're doing. And and I have said numerous times that I've learned more from my mistakes as I ever learned from success. Those mistakes that I've made weren't necessarily mistakes that can be swept under the rug. Some were pretty massive, life-altering mistakes, but I learned in those mistakes that I can come out of it being a better person. And I'm sure you can probably say that about your experiences and some trials that you've gone through as well. And I look at some of the heartbreaking trials I've gone through and I absolutely wish I hadn't gone through them. Wish I wasn't still going through some of them as a matter of fact, but I do know that these trials that I can't fix, I can make things and I can't make things better. I can't really do anything to make the trial end. And that's the way and, and the way that I want it to end. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't, Fix the problems. I, I've realized I can't make them better. I can't make anything. I can't do anything to end the trial and, and end it the way I want it to. That's what I'm trying to say. But I can only give control to the Lord. I can pray. I can do every other thing I can, in my power, to let God's sovereign power and love work. I do know that these trials have strengthened my faith. And I know it's made me second-guess my initial reactions to things and change the way I operate in certain situations. And it's given me insight and experience in things I never thought I would have. And it's given me you know, the ability to speak to other people who are going through the same sort of trials uh, that I am, and I'm able to comfort them and give them advice of what I've gone through and, and stuff like that. So I see them working in it. And guess what? These trials may not end the way I want. Your trials may not end the way you want. But that scripture that we just read didn't say it would. It said it would give us endurance, and that endurance would bring maturity, which would make us complete, and we would be lacking in nothing. Because God has his ways, ways we will probably never know, but we can rest on the fact that he only does good. Now, even when something happens that we think is heartbreaking, tragic, upsetting, rotten, evil, or insert whatever kind of bad word you want there, know that God is working in that to improve us. And again, like I said, we may never know why, and that's a hard pill to swallow, isn't it? Now, there's been trials that have ended in disappointing fashion for me that I now see as blessings. I mean, my whole life I was trying to be a famous musician, a rock star, and I had a lot of really great opportunities. And in those great opportunities, I had a lot of great disappointments. But just the other day, I was learning a song on guitar and I got to this lead part, and I just naturally played it, even though I'd never played it before. And I was kind of taken aback, because I've never been that kind of guitar player that just naturally could, whatever. But ever since I started leading worship and focusing on music for the Lord, I've gotten so much better at guitar, as, as if it was God was like, here, now that I have you where I want you, I will bless you with the skills you need. And I think that is pretty awesome, because... When I was just out in the secular world trying to play, like it was, I had to put in crazy amounts of time just to be average. And now, I often on Sundays, I'm playing lead rhythm, I'm singing. Like I'm doing all these things that I couldn't all do at the same time, and, and it's just coming easier and easier and easier for me because God is blessing me throughout that. But I had to go through those disappointments and those failures and those, those trials to get here. And, I hope and I'm hoping and praying that uh that happens from the trials that you're going through. I'm praying that will happen for the for so we can see, oh yeah, that's why I went through that. So God could give me this, so God could teach me that, or God could place me here. And and I'm confident we will, no matter how hard the trial is. And trust me, I'm not trying to say the trial that you're going through right now is not monumental. It's massive dark cloud hovering over your life because i've been there i am in there there's just but we have to keep in mind god is working through that and what's really strange to me is this christian faith that we have you would think that bad things that have happened like this would push us farther away from god but it actually pulls us closer to him because it takes away all of our ability to try to fix things on our own so that we can only rely on him, and that builds our faith. So tomorrow at Thanksgiving dinner, when you're around the table, giving thanks for everything that you have and all the blessings you've received, throwing a thanks for putting you through some awful times where you were in a dark place and you felt there was no way out, because I now see how you were working in my life and how you were giving me endurance so that I am complete and lacking nothing. Give it a try. Maybe it'll throw some people off at, uh, at dinner, but you can explain it. It's a good way to have a gospel conversation right there and share your faith using a trial that you went through. That, that'll be pretty fun, pretty good stuff to do. So that's all I have for this Thanksgiving Eve. Um, please uh, share this with uh, your friends and family your social media network your circle and uh i will see you next wednesday have a good one